This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross app. It's Fightful Wrestling. It is September 19, 2022. We got lots of cool stuff coming for you this week. We got lots of cool stuff right now. We got Denise Salcedo here with us. Denise, how you doing? Randy, Randy, up here, Randy. <laughs> I've been waiting to do that all day. I'm um, sure you have. I'm I sure sound you like have. Jinder Mahal, but hey, what's up? Oh, man. I feel bad for your voice. This will be a relatively <laughs> short show, guys. Get in your th- your uh, thumbs ups, your super chats, your humper chats. I'll give you a quick rundown of some cool stuff coming uh, to Fightful this week while we gather those. By the way, if you say, why the hell should I do that? Uh, humper chats and super chats are how you get your questions or statements read on the air. We're going to talk about the White Rabbit, Fight Pit, all kinds of good stuff. But Tuesday, Grapsity has an interview up with Maria Canellis on Friday. We have a text-based interview with the great Muta. Scott Edwards has done some incredible work for us, including this Sunday. We'll also have an audio interview with Yuka Sakazaki. Uh, he has increased our coverage of Japanese wrestling just so much. So please support Scott Edwards and what he's doing. And subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We had news today of what was going to happen on Raw, the whole rundown. Uh, we also had uh, news on several impact contracts that are scheduled to expire. And uh, this past Friday, I did a 5,000 plus word 
recap of all we know about the Omega Punk uh, Elite situation, including updated information, uh, some more details about like the suspensions and what people know, what they don't know, uh, what kind of positions AEW are in, some people that were around the situation that maybe you didn't know. It was a great like collection of all the reporting we've done. Uh, and we also had AEW pay-per-view location news, good news for Denise Salcedo. But leave us a thumbs up. We would greatly appreciate it. I got to say, though, I don't really like the Cow Palace. I'll be real with you. It's it, like it might not be there. Venue. It might not be there. Oh, really? Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. I, I saw that it was mentioned on there. And I'm not, yeah. I, it's like all right, but it's kind of like super, yeah. super old, though. I went for the New Japan show, and that I was the WWE show where I've been there in shit. 10 years. Yeah, that was the show where I ate shit and I fell and like bad, like I'm talking <laughs> bad and I couldn't go back to my section afterwards. Oh, That's no. how bad it was. I had to go find seats someplace else. <sighs> well, guys, uh, leave us a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, get those super chats and humper chats in. We would greatly appreciate it. It would mean an awful lot. Big thank you to our moderator, Luis. Will says, hey, Sean, it was so cool to meet you at the Figure Fest yesterday. Still waiting on Danhausen's curse to lift. Thanks for taking the time to chat and letting my wife snap a pic. It was great meeting you. Great to meet uh, several of you yesterday here in Lexington at Figure Fest. I really love what, what Toy Vomit does. Uh, got to do a little skit with Danhausen in the background. That was fun. But uh, yeah, it was great to meet so many of you. And it, it's always it's always wonderful. Please, if you're ever around and you're a good person, come say hi. Uh, tell Denise what your your favorite kind of porn is. I'm sure she wants but to hear that. Yeah. She wants to hear that what furry kind of stuff. What interactions are you having? Furry stuff is the, what I hear that you like now. You already mentioned that last week. I, Why I'm just are we bringing it up again today? Because it's important. Omar it's says Hollywood Salcedo versus Joey Janela, Clusterfuck 2, special referee SRS. What did you think of that headline, Denise? You know what I thought of that headline was, bro, do not do not let Brett Lauderdale see this. Because if Brett Lauderdale <laughs> sees this, he will find a way to make it happen. Joey Janela versus me. God knows what. And what's crazy is that they would so both be down to like do it. Yeah. And that is terrifying to me. Um, so yeah, if you all haven't checked out the full show Denise and I did about the GCW clusterfuck thing. It's one of my favorite podcasts that, that we've done. It was just the process of hearing how we got talked into it was pretty fun. I didn't even have a choice. I still remember <laughs> that day when like everything was being coordinated. I was just there standing there, like <laughs> just waiting to see what was going to happen. <laughs> we've got Graham saying, shout out Tedge. But Meet Norma says that being a manager has led to my heel turn. I had to cut. A few you people promos IRL until a few dozen folks to cut the shit. How was your weekend, SRS and Denise? Well, the Bengals lost. That wasn't great. But I got to go Did to. Did you Kentucky. see my tweet where I was trolling you? No, nah, I don't give a shit about what you tweet. I know you. Didn't Sorry, see it. I only look always, at people. It's funny because you always ignore me when I'm making fun of you. Notice how that. Notice how that works. So when you're bullying me, I try to rise above it. Okay, great. Anyway. <laughs> Kentucky football won. I got to go to Figure <laughs> Fest. That was great. But it was announced today also that War Games is coming back. That was a big piece of news, Denise. And I had tweeted a couple times that I was very excited to see how this new regime handled things like Survivor Series. 
and Royal Rumble. Well, we get our word. There are going to be two War Games matches, one women's, one men's. I still hope they do at least one traditional Survivor Series match. But um, nah, this, to be honest, really, I don't really care. As long as they do the war, I think sticking to the War Games is perfectly fine. I don't care I about would, the traditional, non-traditional. I would love if they made it like elimination even, but I wish they would put a twist on it. But uh, JC says, do you think Cody makes sure he's back by Survivor Series now with War Games happening? I'm sure Cody would love that. That would be like a big major return. Also a shot in the arm, literally and figuratively uh, to get back Cody Rhodes. But that let's say it'd be about five months. I don't think that's unheard of. I have no idea because I I was thinking that he would be out for however many months they said he was going to be out for. Five months still seems relatively short. I, I'm looking at torn pack recovery time, five to six months. Ah, okay, saying, well, by the time that it comes, it'll be like, what, six yeah. months? Yeah. Wag says, wait, Kentucky plays football? Yeah, they're top 10 ranked team. Michael Key says, the wrong kid, de- never mind, war games. Indeed, I'm very excited about how this will work out and what we'll, we're going to learn some more about it as uh, time goes on. KE775 says, any early predictions on the War Games match? I'm guessing it's damage control and TAB. I don't know what that means. Uh, versus Bianca, Asuka, Alexa, and oh, TBA, along with Bloodline <laughs> versus TBA. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for five people, I can think of two women that could come back especially and be uh, awfully handy um, on both sides. Charlotte and Becky, and then Naomi and Sasha Banks. I think those would be a couple names to really add that five-on-five to it, Denise. That would be awesome. And I hope if that were to happen, to be honest, I would kind of want them to do it like a mystery, where it's like, oh, our mystery partners, or whoever's going to be in our team, our mystery persons will be revealed at Survivor Series. Because then everybody would pretty much like kind of know already. But I kind of would like it to be like a mystery type of thing. Like, I don't think I would want them to return like right before when they could return at the pay-per-view if it was going to be them. Sure. Brian Martin says, do you think that actually we will we'll get to that with uh, the actual White Rabbit stuff? So we'll ask our moderator to put that there. Nerd Guru says, war games in Boston. I'd be remiss if I didn't at least try to manifest these war games teams. Damage Control and Candace versus... Becky, Bianca, Sasha, and Naomi. Don't think we get this, but I'm hopeful. Very, very least need Becky to replace Alexa for Team Bianca. I mean, they could do five on five, and that could be a lot of fun. Um, but we'll see how that ends up. But War Games, I'm very excited for. I think that it's it's a major piece of news. I would have maybe waited until next Monday to do that. If you're going to announce Fight Pit tonight, that's cool. Get the buzz off of that. But also... I do think strategically the week of Grand Slam, it's smart to put out something buzzworthy for your show as well. But I mean, also, you could have announced Fight Pit next week. I don't think you should have announced both of them in the same day, just from a strategic standpoint. I don't have an issue with that whatsoever because I feel like you should. You should be willing to stop watching WWE no, right now because I don't care. Why do we have to have one news bit of muted? No. Oh. Early freaking oh, talk. Mind. I'm just going to mute her back. By the way, the Bengals play the Jets this week. Uh, the Nerd and they're going to lose again. Yeah, right. Again, Nerd Guru says, Sean. Bengals are dead, Sean. What happened? Uh, Joe Burrow doesn't get rid of the ball. They're not throwing anything up the field. They are having a soft zone played against them, and it's really uh, harming them. 
Your team sucks, Sean. Yeah, they do. Right now, they absolutely do. <laughs> um, somebody or Omar says Imperium versus Bloodline. Well, I mean, you're going to need more than just three people. Michael Key says, walking hard through this stream, Denise. Your, your voice sounds great. Have you ever seen the movie Walk Hard? No, which one's that oh, one? Oh, it's very funny. John that's C. Riley. That's not Riley. the one with Kevin Hart, is it? No, that's no, no, Get no, Hard. No, 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 no. Talk Hard? Uh, it is. Uh, what is it? Something Hard? It's Get Hard. But hard. this is like a, a parody of the Johnny Cash biopic with like John oh, C. No. Riley. It's very it's funny. It's not really my genre. You should you should watch it. Meet Normus says, Doc, did Dr. Britt Baker DMD do a teeth mold of Ace Steel to help out with Bite Gate? Didn't see anything on Fightful Select. I mean... You saw the picture, I'm sure, Denise. I actually spotted the bite in that previous picture where he Coda. was with Coda. Yeah, but you could you couldn't really you could kind of tell, but because of the shadows, you I wasn't yeah. really too sure if that was just like a like just a regular scar on his arm or the bite yeah. mark. But I did spot it in that first picture, and then the second picture that you posted was it was crystal clear, dude. That's like a hard ass bite if it's still like however much Week time later? afterwards, and it's still there. Like, yeah. come on. I mean, I don't know. I've, I haven't been bit, but I don't know how long a bite mark should last. <laughs> Lashley defeats Seth Rollins via distraction. They had a killer match for the U.S. title. Uh, this was another thing that's important for the title. Distraction heavy tonight. They're like, gosh, I, I'm thinking of like three or four distraction finishes tonight. And I don't think you need that many, especially after such a great match. Uh, if you're going to do it here, maybe don't do it as much elsewhere on the show, but Lashley and Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is hyping this up this week too. He's like, this is going to be a special match. Watch it. You know, he cares about that U S title. He's held it uh, during some of its most important times during WWE. And I thought they killed it. Seth did a buckle bomb to Lashley. Lashley did this great spot where he just didn't move on the curb stomp. So Seth just kind of like couldn't do anything. I thought this was really good and it led to uh, the riddle distraction, which I think if you're going to do a distraction finish, this is probably the one to do. They hate each other. But uh, how'd you feel about this match? Well, first and foremost, like I want to say that I liked, first and foremost, I did like this match because, you know, Seth Rollins has legitimately, I feel, been like on a streak in terms of like all of his matches have been really freaking great. Like, I can't remember the last time I watched a Seth Rollins match and didn't like it. So that was one thing. Uh, also, the thing with Bobby Lashley is with him as champion. Like, I like that they, even though it was, a, you know, with the help of Matt Riddle, etc. I did like that they gave Bobby Lashley this win uh, the way, because I feel like they need to really continue to make him like look pretty damn dominant. And they have been doing that uh, with Bobby Lashley. On top of that, uh, I really, really have been enjoying Join how they could have, I could have, we could have all easily been like super sick and tired of Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins at this point. And to be honest, like I'm feeling like as interested as I was when this whole thing first started. So I do like how they're kind of like, you know, keeping this going. And some of the moments that I really liked in this was really when Seth, when, excuse me, when, when Bobby Lashley went in for the spear and then Seth got him in the pedigree. I really love that spot. Um, I think that they did a really good job in this match, especially with all the counters and everything. 
Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. We have Hershey say uh, the fight pit match is going to rule. Probably going to suck for the live crowd, though. Well, this is because later on in the night, Rollins and Riddle have to be separated backstage. And Rollins is like, you want your rematch? You got it. Anytime, any place, any way you want it. And Riddle goes, okay, fight pit, extreme rules. And Riddle or Rollins had some like hesitance then. He was like, shit. And then he's like, well, okay. Uh, and I, I love that they play it up. They're like, Riddle used to fight in a cage for a living. Like this is his match. This is his thing. Uh, for I, gosh, I want to say 16, 17 years, really after Elimination Chamber to me, for like the next 15 to 16 years, there was not an incredible amount of match innovation. There weren't a lot of great new matches. And really with the pandemic, 2020, 2021, even 2019, I think the Casino Ladder match is a great one. I think Fight Pit is good. Obviously, all these cinematic matches that we've had are really, really great. There are uh, a lot of good versions. I think battle, the Battle Riot is good in MLW. We finally get to see some new types of matches. And the Fight Pit is one that we haven't seen much of. I'm so excited that it's back. Like, especially for this audience to see Riddle in an environment that he isn't in much anymore. And even, I remember, I, I interviewed him in 2014, Denise, for his last MMA fight. And I kind of just put it in his head because I wanted the crossover stuff. I was like, hey, have you ever thought about going to pro wrestling? And he was like, you know what? I haven't, but maybe I will. I think I'm going to watch WrestleMania this year. And he's like, if I did it, I wouldn't even want to be Matt Riddle. I wouldn't want to do MMA moves. I'd want to do pro wrestling moves. I'd want to be something completely different. And he kept the name. He kept the look, but his offense is largely pro wrestling based. So we're going to see something that, he's very familiar with here how are you feeling about about fight pit so what you're telling me is that we should credit you for matt riddle yes. in wwe yeah, absolutely that's what i took from yep. that um honestly like what you said about them basically just putting over the fact that like this is his this is his territory this is his turf this is what he's good at i like that because it's just going to give it you know, much more meaning, I think. Like, people are already excited about it, but just going to give it a little bit more meaning. And I also like that, like, immediately afterwards, commentary was like, you know, how can Seth Rollins do this? Like, I think he's, you know, way in over his head for signing up to do the fight pit, this and that. So I really like how they've been building this up. And they had to get to this point. They had to, because it was like, the way that they've been building this entire story, it's gotten to the point where it's, if it's going to end someplace, it's got to end someplace, you know, serious, someplace that means something, you know, this was like yeah. originally like when you had those freaking storylines that would culminate in like a hell in a cell, for example, you knew that it meant something. And so for them to do it with the fight pit, I think it's just going to be a really uh I think it's going to be great, actually, because Seth Rollins has been on fire and Matt Riddle's freaking great, too. So it'll be awesome. The line drive says I was done with Riddle and Seth feud tonight. And then the fight pit announcement announcement made me invested again. Me too. Uh, I was ready for them to move on, but now I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, would you say that Matt Riddle is athletic, Denise? Yes. 
Okay. Well, you know, he's getting his greens and yeah, you can get your athletic greens with AG1 at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And right now you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your order. Well, what's your order, you say? It's AG1. Contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients that includes a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, a green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. A couple weeks ago, I was anchored to my desk for like a week straight with the the all-out stuff. So I was making sure I got my greens with AG1. I was not eating a very balanced diet then, and AG1 helped fill those nutritional gaps, give me that energy, support my healthy immune system, help focus on my my gut health, digestion, all that, and you want to drink your multivitamin. You don't want to take a multivitamin tablet that passes right through you, doesn't absorb well, but AG1 does. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Join the, the movement of athletes, life leads, moms, dads, rookies, first-timers, everybody. This benefits everybody, no matter what kind of diet you have. Keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, doesn't matter. And they've changed their formula about once every, every five, I want to say five or six months, they're able to change it. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Got more super chats. The line drive says men's war game. All the first war games, Triple H booked bloodline versus Imperium versus brawling brutes inside war games. I don't know if those are the right opponents for bloodline. I think if, if it's bloodline, it's got to be some big main event name talent. But they've been building up the brawling brutes very well, though. I would actually sure. really be interested in that. I think that they're, they're doing really good. And let's go ahead and talk about them. They came out. Uh, and the Street Profits interrupted. We got a good match. Uh, Richie Goodacre says, love the Brutes, but did they, did they ever explain why they're allowed on Raw? Does the brand split matter or no? No, it doesn't matter whatsoever. Bailey wrestled tonight, too. She ain't a tag champion. She's, I don't even know. I can't remember if she's supposed to be on Raw or SmackDown. Can't remember, but she's on both anyway. She's Raw, isn't she? Doesn't matter. She's on both all the time anyway. So it doesn't really matter that much. Brawling Brutes defeated Street Profits. Really good match. Like, I'm good. I'm glad the Brawling Brutes are winning, but also, like, part of me is like, man, why'd they burn this one? If they put the titles on the the Brawling Brutes, you know they're gonna face Street Profits like three times anyway. So I'm like, they've already got the title shot. Why are they burning this? They could have, for example, Mustafa Ali and Shelton Benjamin wrestled as a team on main event tonight. Could have done that. Could have been somebody else that wasn't maybe the top level team, but at the same time, it was a really good match and you do want a compelling match. I just get the feeling we're going to see this like three more times. I feel like I, I feel bad, but like they keep doing this to the street profits where they have like the same matches over and over. And this has been going on for a good amount of time. Like even when they were back on SmackDown to the point where I kind of like, like the street profits right now are not on my top favorites list. Literally, I think because I associate them so much with everything that they've been like doing on repeat. Okay. But with that being said, like I want to put over Butch and Ridge Holland because lately, like ever since they did that Seamus Gunther match, I feel like not only has Imperium and the brawling brutes just been showcased so much better on SmackDown. Like it, like the Gunther Seamus thing, like elevated all the guys to with like 
that were, you know, with them. So personally, I'm like really into the Brawly Brutes right now. If you were asking me like, hey, did you see, you want to see the Brawly Brutes or do you want to see the Street Profits in a match? I'd say I want to see the Brawly Brutes instead. Yeah. Um, and same it's, thing it's for fresh. Imperium. It's a yeah, little bit exactly. different. Same thing with Imperium. To me, I feel like, so on SmackDown, when I went this past uh, Friday in Anaheim, Honestly, like that freaking main event match that they had was absolutely phenomenal. The person that to me was just like working it was really just butch, man. He was going, he was on fire, man. He was just going from like one side of the ring to the other. It was great to see that live. Um, so personally, I just like not only did I I did enjoy this match, I really, really did. And I was, but I was very happy that they gave the Brawling Brutes uh the win here because I really yeah. like how they're building them up so far. They feel like they're important. Like the fact that they were on Raw today kind of made me feel like they're just more important ms tv this is the most entertained i've been by ms tv in a long time ms almost cracked up champa because he said that he's been looking over his shoulder to the point to where he had a birthday party for one of his kids this weekend and he punched a minion in the face because he thought it might be dexter loomis <laughs> and champa was laughing at it uh but then he asked Dexter Loomis to come to him to his face and Dexter uses a huge knife as reported by FightfulSelect.com to cut through the ring and try to bring him down. However, Ciampa cracks, cracks him over the head and they hit the bricks. Uh, Cyclops says Dex brought a knife like when men were men. I'm just saying, Denise, we got wrestlers talking about using cocaine, getting in fights backstage, bringing knives. What happened to the numbers, Denise? They're through the roof. I thought they were just backstage getting ready, trying to look pretty and playing video games. Isn't that what we were told? That's what I heard. No, this is this is when wrestlers were men right now. <laughs> I need some more skullet haircuts. I need people to have haircuts like Earthquake did in 1991. That's what I want. Oh, man. All right. Well, first and foremost, now I need the Undertaker's like analysis on the AEW bra, BTW. <laughs> That's what right. I need now in my life. Um. All right. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. This Miz We're talking TV about thing. when men were men. Oh, I'm sorry. But when I think of when men were men, I, the Miz doesn't pop up into my head. Okay. Um, let me think. All right. This whole segment here, I will give you this. Okay. I will give you this. This was like the best Miss TV that we've had like ever. Okay. Low bar. Yes. I, that's what I'm saying. If, I don't know if it was the, I can't remember if the time that Maurice bought Miz a grandfather clock was on Miz TV, but do you remember that? The grand, that, that was, that one was actually pretty good. Yeah. Because he, good. he attacked the, the present and elbow dropped it. And, and there was, was her real present, out. right? Yeah, and she yeah, was like, I, I got that. you a grandfather that was clock. Miss TV. That was her birthday, yeah. Yeah, I can't... Uh, yeah, her okay. anniversary or some, some, that was, some Either way, that was good shit. That was amazing. Okay, well, that was like the last thing that I can possibly remember. Everything to me is just like a snippet of blur. Like, it's a blur, this whole entire Miss TV stuff. But anyways... They run together. I, like, when... What? They run together. They're not... They're usually not very good. They're usually pretty no. pointless. All I remember is the little dripsticks... And Maurice's oh, yeah. ball purse, a bunch of talking, and that's it. Yeah. All right. Anyways, but this one was probably like on the better side of the ones that they've had, mainly just because I think at this point, just like seeing Dexter Loomis and like, honestly, this whole storyline, the only reason why it's interesting is because you don't know in what way Dexter Loomis is going to pop up the next week. Yeah. That's it. That's honestly the only reason this is even mm. remotely interesting. Unless you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, who has had it like every week. 
Like for me, there's nothing else to this. Like I feel like Champa looks silly as hell. Uh, I really, I think who mentioned this? Someone mentioned, I think it was someone in a super chat where they said that they think Champa is the one behind all of this. Didn't we That'd talk be about great. this? I would love that. Okay. I hope that's the case because Champa's just looking silly at this point. Like just being on the floor right there with Miz sure. doing the dumb, silly faces. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, and I'm still trying to get to why does Dexter Loomis even want the Miz? Why does he keep kidnapping him every week? Butt stuff. Richie Goodacre says, I laughed when Corey is going off near off on the near abduction by Loomis. And Jimmy Smith just says, it happens. Uh, there was a, a popular meme uh, based on, I was at a, I was at the show, Strike Force Nashville, a huge brawl broke out in the, the ring, which doesn't happen. And Gus Johnson, who's a great football broadcaster, said, sometimes these things happen in MMA and they don't. Well, I guess they did after that. But Damn, why is everybody trolling me about the Bengals? Wag says, who are the Bengals going to take with the number one next year? And you thought Damn. I was the bully, Sean? If they get the number one overall pick, damn. Hey, by the way, Sean, everybody's asking me, like, if we're going to do something, like, for the game, for the Bengals and the Jets. Like, do we have a bet in place? Like, what's going on? Well, I'll, I'll think of one. I'll think of one. Oh, something that's going to be good for you and not good for me, huh? I'm game. Like, I'm Jamie. game. I don't care. Are you going to Jeremy's wedding? Yes. We've talked about this like a hundred times. Jambeard says, Denise pulling a Chris Collinsworth tonight. Denise, whenever you, you start talking about a wrestler, I need you to go, here's a guy. Like here's that. a guy. Rahav says, listen to you guys while getting into my car after attending Raw tonight. Fun show. Lots of love from San Jose. Keep up the great work. I always love hearing from people when they're uh, at the, the actual show. That, that means an awful lot, guys. Michael Keyes says, butt stuff, he said. Yeah, I've been beating that drum. Well, not literally. I've not been beating that drum for weeks, but you know. Uh, Dad World Order Podcast, who I also met, says it was a pleasure meeting you at Lexington Figure Fest. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me and the encouragement. It meant a lot to me. Also can confirm SRS is very tall. It was awesome meeting you, uh, as well as a couple other fellows we were there talking to outside of the Olika Shriners Temple. Denise, I am. would you say that I'm really tall? Sure. Thanks. Bree Marie says, here's some money for y'all, especially with Denise working through that voice. Thanks for yeah, because I don't get sick pay around here. I either show up or I don't get paid. You just got a raise. Would you? I'm not talking about a raise. Up, muted. I'm not talking Marie. about a raise. Marie, I'm talking about money, common laws for for your employees to give them some sick days. Thank you, Brie Marie. Santa Claus doesn't give any breaks. Cyclops says Denise gets very <laughs> smug when talking about football. Oh my! Well, listen. I'm Here's sure the thing. That's why. Here's the thing. I'm willing to bet almost anything on this game. Bro, you Listen, get like Sean. Here. Muted. I'm willing to bet almost anything on this game because if the Bengals lose to the Jets and go they 0 already 3, did last year. I'll jump off a fucking building and I won't have to see a bet through. <laughs> Honestly, for your sake, it would just be really bad if they lost two years in a yeah. row to the Jets. Like yes. last time I remember when we went into this little thing, I kept thinking like, okay, I'm going to be in like, I'm going to be the butt of the joke. Right. Like I went into thinking that Thank I was going to be the butt of the joke. And then lo and behold, the Jets won. And it was like the greatest thing ever. But Sean, I hate doing this football stuff with you because you get too butt hurt whenever I talk smack on muted. I just want to say thank you, Brie Marie for the very generous super chat. It means an awful lot to me. Um, and we love having you here on Mondays. Joe Wood says, 
listening at work as usual and someone passed by saying, damn, that girl's voice sounds like she's about dead. And I snapped back like, don't you talk about Denise like that. It was worse than this. This is the best it's been, okay? My grandma called me today and she thought I was dying. I got off the plane from Texas and my husband was like, damn, were you smoking the whole trip? I'm like, yeah, I'm a smoker now. Guys, get in your thumbs up. Leave uh, your super chats. Leave your humper chats. Scotty Bobox says, the Dexter Luma stuff is great. Maybe it's this Kevin Nash weed strain. It's really good shit. In all seriousness, I do love the Dexter stuff. Get well, Denise. I wish I could have it here in Kentucky, honestly. It would probably help me get to sleep, but I'm enjoying the Dexter stuff. Trey Cash says, Trey Cash says, Roman versus Seth versus Cody for both belts. Heyman says it's not fair. He could lose both belts without being pinned. Questions if the winner is really the undisputed champ if they don't pin Roman. Now, if he's pinned, he loses both belts. Someone else is pinned only once. I mean, it's pretty simple, Denise. You set up a match. You can do a triple threat. You can, Or, or you can say, hey, Raw deserves to have a champion. The champion ain't here, so we're going to defend that championship. And regardless, Roman, you got to start showing up on Mondays. Do a triple or do a top contender match. You can set up a triple threat. Don't pin Roman. Just get a fucking title. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I didn't really care, like, about, like, Roman missing certain dates, right? Until it happens in your city. And you, I felt so bad because I took my brother to SmackDown. And he asked me, oh, Denise, because he's a casual wrestling fan. He's all, are all the the stars, like, the big stars going to be there? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Roman Reigns is going to be there. I forgot that he wasn't going to be there. I don't even know if I knew he wasn't going to be there. And then we're, we're watching the show. And then big China Tron, Roman Reigns next week and i was like oh damn Damn. (laughs) my bad i felt so bad war says do you think that next year they'll get rid of the boring gimmick based events (laughs) spread the specialty matches out through the year to be used when a rivalry makes sense for it no honestly i think that that they'll probably keep those because it's a it's an easy sell for a lot of people to do those those gimmick matches KE775 says, a bit off topic. Have you heard anything about Eric from Viking Raiders injury? So bummed for them. I haven't, but I'll ask. Um, yeah, I'll do my best to ask on that. We had Kevin Owens defeating Austin Theory. They had another good match, and I was excited to watch this match after what we saw last week with that promo, Denise. Uh, Nate says, finally subscribed to Select a week ago. Not disappointed. Do you think there's any chance we get what we want and Theory loses the briefcase? Well, we had Johnny pop up at the end of this, an action-packed match. Just really good. There were there were several times I was like, oh, my God, Austin Theory is going to win this match. Uh, Owens busted out like the, the Swanton, the, the turnaround moonsault. It used to be called the Marrow Salt. I thought they both worked, worked their asses off here, Denise. They, they both put on amazing performances. They had a pay-per-view level match after a pay-per-view level build in one week with that promo. I just thought that they did really good and I thought they paid it off well. This is Didn't we this, just see this match? I mean, we saw the promo. I'm pretty sure we saw this match like a couple weeks ago. Maybe. This month. I'll look. Let me look. Because I'm pretty sure we did cuz I rem- I remember thinking that Unless yeah, I'm imagining, yeah, we it. saw, we saw, yeah, it, uh, okay, a then. Weeks ago. With that but, being said, I remember liking that match a lot more than this one, though. Like this one was like good. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of felt like it was a little too soon to see this match. I would have liked a little bit of a of a wait till we saw this match again because well, we just saw it. 
Well, they're building to something else with Theory. He's he's building up to Gargano, but they're keeping the right, affiliation with with Owens. So this is one of those things where I'm I'm glad that they they did like this kind of quick build, and they're like, hey, here's a premium match there. Nate says, I know Owens doesn't need it, but I think he'd be the best person on the roster to carry money in the bank. I think he'd make it interesting again. Um, I, I mean, it is it is a heel type of gimmick, but. It depends on what their plan is for Austin Theory because so far what I've seen is him channel a lot of go-away heat and then use that as a catalyst to turn it into real heat. And now he's getting the desired reaction. He's getting the booze instead of just the, meh. He's I think it's definitely shifted. Like I feel like he doesn't necessarily have that go-away heat anymore. And it all started, like I feel like maybe two, three weeks ago with the whole, uh, I think I started noticing it after the Johnny Gargano little, uh, promo that they did with one another. I started noticing after that, that the heat was a little bit different for Austin theory. And so the only thing that I will say now though, is like, he's out there having good matches, right? Like his matches are good. I still, I feel like at this point now they got to give him a win or something just so that maybe we can kind of, you know, take him a little bit more seriously, you know? I agree. Uh, well, after this uh, American alpha was backstage. They were not happy with, Johnny with Owens and we got a match set up for next week uh, <laughs> and Owens sort of tricked Chad Gable he's like Chad Gable wanted it next week until he remembered it was in Canada then he wanted it in his hometown in Minnesota and I like that even even Gable was like damn it I did say next week like I thought they all played off each other really really well uh, I'm excited for this match I saw Otis run in front of me on Smackdown <laughs> Oh, it was boy. the greatest visual of my life, by the way. Uh, you, you haven't lived until you've seen Otis run right in front of you, BTW. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, anyways, I'm looking forward to this match. I think that uh, seeing Johnny Gargano and Kevin Owens as a team is going to be very, very exciting. Uh, it, it's, it trips me out that we're getting it, but I'm very excited about it. Omar says, Denise loses. She eats leather. Sure. Get me that fruit leather. I'll eat it. I don't no care. I'm game. Emily Duda says, thoughts on the rumors Vince will headline the Hall of Fame now that Triple H has the book. When do you think he'll go in? Triple H in general? I don't know. Probably not a, for a long while. Vince not only doesn't want to go into the Hall of Fame, he doesn't want people to mention him at the Hall of Fame. Uh, to the point to where when I think maybe Brett did during one of his inductions, he went off on a writer there, R.D. Evans, that works for Impact. And rumor has it that after Vince sort of went off on him, R.D. Evans just like calmly walked up, shook his hand, quit, and said, I hope you learned something today, and left, which is... Why is it that Vince doesn't want people to bring him up? Does he feel like it's like ass-kissing? Sort of, probably self-aggrandizing, but I mean... Eh. it's not like when you have to go up and you have to be like, I want to thank the Academy and every single person has to thank the Academy. Yeah. yeah. And nobody gives a shit about the Academy. Judgment day promo. Holy shit. Dominic had some heat. I know you, I was wondering at first, I'm like, are they piping this in? Like, is this legit? I didn't know. Dude, he got massive boobs. This was like very, very impressive. Also, what wasn't impressive was Rhea's line where she goes, now that we have Dominic, nobody will stop us. And it was hard to not laugh there. 
that was a that was I was like, come on. But Dom, I mean, he got an insane reaction. Okay, but hold the phone here, okay? I know that the boos were towards Dominic and this and that, but let's be real. This is all because of Rhea Ripley, okay? It's all the people that are like, nah, it should be me, not Dominic. That's why Dominic was getting booed. Not because he turned his back on his dad. Actually, I really don't know. I'm astonished. I don't know how this happened. I, I'm like, I think it's more so like this storyline is so goddamn cringe. Like it's so cringe that people are just like, we're all laughing because we're like in on the joke of like, oh, he's all man now. And and Bobby is very proud of you and this and that. Like if, if ECW could have gotten a hold of this storyline, holy shit, it would have been pretty wild michael key says dom calling Rhea mommy i don't know what's real well and that's Rock- the thing because like she's poppy and she's mommy too damn mm-hmm. you just let her let her do whatever she wants to do who's gonna who says no who I says no personally i hope that they like now that they've already insinuated you know all of this stuff between dominic and Rhea, i hope they kind of level it up a little bit because if i have to come out if every single week for like the next however many months that they do this storyline if i have to keep hearing the same joke about dominic being a man i'm gonna I'm die okay they really need to come up with some new stuff because it was funny the first like week where it's like oh he's a man now he's all man but that's all they say now that's all yeah. it's just he's a man he's a man he's a man i'm like okay let's come up with some better jokes now Raphael says is Rhea Ripley not medically cleared it's been three months since her last in-ring action last I heard she wasn't but again I'll check I haven't checked on like the injuries uh in in a little bit Flim did Flam you notice Andrew- Dom is growing facial hair he's trying Flim Flam Mandrew says I get Dom's motivation I've done dumber things for lesser girls than Rhea for Denise's voice. I mean, haven't we all? My God. <laughs> Javier Martinez says, please have Sub come out to Eddie's theme. The matches with Ray at WrestleMania. Imagine the heat. Crazy to think that I'm actually enjoying this. I'll tell you what I, I'm. I'm so over the Eddie taunts in every match against Ray. <laughs> come up with some new shit already. You're telling Damn. me you're telling me you could live without Dominic's three amigos? Not only that, but yeah, like I'm getting I'm so done over it. Like <laughs> still again. Over and over. Damn. I don't know. Um like all I mean, I'm saying is make better jokes for this. But, like you they've got they've clearly got something with this Rhea Dominic story. Yeah. They gotta make it really funny now. I don't want to hear the same jokes every week. Also, Enough of the whispering stuff too. Come up with something different. Also, uh distraction finish here. If you're if you're shocked to learn. Uh, but a good match up until that, but another distraction finish. We get Riddle and Damian Priest next week. That's gonna be a slapper. That one's gonna be so good. Uh, but Judgment Day picking up the win here. I feel like they need to keep getting these wins. Yeah, because they they're keep... still super dorky. And and Ray is forever over. Ray's over forever. There's nothing you can do to hurt him. Um, but yeah. Honestly, and I'll say this. You know what? I know I'll say this when we talk about damage control, but I'll just say it really quickly right now. Is they're, the way that they're building up damage control is like a million years like better than what they've been doing with the judgment day just throwing that out there 
I'm more afraid of damage control than I am of Judgment Day. Which the, the wildest thing to me is like Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Rhea Ripley look like three of the coolest people ever. And but they look, gave us such dorky stuff. I know. That's the like thing. Finn and, Balor looks and, so like, we've, uncool we've, today talking to AJ Styles. And like we've met, we've met some of these people. Like Damian Priest is just like he's just like the coolest dude to be around. It's the storyline. It's the storyline. Like yeah. I felt bad, but like I thought Finn looked really oh. dorky today. I'm the sorry. Line, the line drive says, I heard the stories, priest. Let's party. And oh yeah, that was interesting. But they're alluding to those rumors. I, I hope not. Those rumors. No comment. No comment. Those rumors. No comment. <laughs> I'm just making sure I got the joke. There are wrestlers that watch this show, Denise. Oh, sorry. Okay, Cyc- I don't know what rumors. I don't Cyclops know. Cyclops is better than Wolverine says. That was enough heat to make Bully Ray blush. And then we got the Finn and AJ segment. And listen, hey, if if. Judgment Day goes after AJ. Well, that will set it up, Denise. The deviled eggs. And then Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson come back. Yeah, exactly. That'd be pretty dope. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that if it happens. I hope it does. I think that they – I think the Good Brothers in a Triple H-led WWE would be good. And based on what we heard in the first interview that the Good Brothers did after they left WWE – I think Triple H kind of owes them one because I don't know if you guys remember that, but when they were deciding to stay with WWE over AEW, Triple H said to them, you know, I think about you and I think about your kids and your family. And I wonder, will this AEW thing even be around in a couple of years? So they re-signed with WWE and they got fired a few months later. I forgot about that. And now I remembered. So thank you for bringing that up. Thanks to Sky Cinch for becoming a four-month sub on Twitch as opposed to Dominic, who is now a permanent sub. Uh, but yeah, head over to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Somebody says, nice going in raw reference, Sean. Uh, listen, I love going in raw. They're wonderful, but I, it's just what the song sounds like. It's not a reference to anything, but I do love Steven Larson uh, as well as going in raw. Nerd Guru says, Major reach here, but given TK let Brian and Jericho do that thing for Cena, how much would it take for Trips to ask for a favor from Regal just to drop a promo for him to yell, War Games? Uh, that ain't happening right now. That after the, the contract tampering, that is not happening at all. Nope. And <sighs> Tony got... was not happy during that all-out media no. scrum about the WWE stuff at all. We got uh, QR codes, White Rabbit references. And, you know, we're living in a digital age of QR codes and online trackers and malware and all kinds of stuff. I hate the QR codes. Well, you know what? You don't have to hate anything with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. How about this? You're going to save a bunch of money. How are you going to save a bunch of money? Well, you can subscribe to overseas services that cost much less. I buy UFC pay-per-views from overseas services. I spend so much less money than if I was buying them here in the States. And not only that, you get four months free, a 30-day money-back guarantee. It works on all your devices, your router, your TV, your desktop, laptop, phone, tablet, everything. It's fantastic. NordVPN.com is so versatile, allows you to change that virtual location with just one click, blocks annoying pop-up ads, blocks malware, 
Locks Online trackers, and you can get a VPN, a locker, a pass, or all three based on their tiers. NordVPN.com slash Fightful will make your browsing experience so much better. You will save money by getting NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can get the WWE Network the way that you know and love it. You can go and get uh, AEW Plus on Fight. There's all kinds of great benefits of NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Truly one of our greatest sponsors that we have. Hit me up on Twitter. If you use NordVPN.com slash Fightful, let me know about it. Let me know how your experience has been. Let me know if I can help you out with it a little bit more. But four additional months free and a 30-day money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose. I like NordVPN. It's great. Michael says, hey, Denise, if that AEW championship belt behind you is not a replica, finally, AEW shop has it. That's it's a toy. A toy. Yeah. I got it from like my, my little cousin. <laughs> he, I was, he got it for Christmas, and I stole his wrestlers. Oh. And also, because he doesn't play with them anymore. And yeah. I, was, I needed decoration. So I stole his championship belt and a bunch of his wrestlers. And he came to my house, and he was like, can I have them back? And I was like, no. That's amazing. <laughs> Uriel Landeros says, not raw related, but did you catch MJF's interview with Helwani today? Any thoughts if so? Uh, Ariel Helwani is one of my favorite journalists ever. He's one of the reasons I got into what I'm doing now. So I was very happy to see this. The MJF Ariel Helwani interview in March is what sort of kicked off all this stuff because AEW hit up MJF. MJF had already been cooking and stewing a little bit personally well before this became a work about how much money he was making. He did this interview with Ariel Hawani in March, didn't get it cleared with AWPR, and they didn't find out about it until it got published. And it's like, well, obviously they would have let him do the interview, Denise. It's Ariel Hawani. Why wouldn't they? But when they find out about it through that, they're like, hey, why don't you maybe not do that? And he's like, paraphrasing, why don't you all fuck off and pay me more type of thing? Like, and that led to a, a heated argument from MJF's side, not so much Tony Khan's side. And that's where um, this started to snowball. Eventually, it got enough traction to where they got in the room. They said, oh, let's turn this into a work. This is pretty successful. And I thought it was pretty good. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I did. I got to watch like the second half of it. And uh, man, I thought it was great. You know, I it was so easy to listen to so many little topics that were touched on. And MJF just had like a really nice like balance of how he was, you know, in basically, and out of like, yeah, exactly. Like he was going in and out of it and it was very clear, but it wasn't in a way that it was like terrible. It was really good. Yeah. Um, it made me want to see like a weekly segment with just like him and Ariel. Uh, it was just really good stuff. Really good stuff. It, it's very good. And uh... my favorite part, though, my favorite part was when MJF started asking him like MMA questions. And I uh, like there were certain <laughs> things that he was asking Ariel and Ariel was like, it's complicated. It's complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. Uh, as <laughs> As I, I patted myself on the back a, f a few weeks ago, time will be kind to us on the MJF story. And I think that interview, ba basically everything we reported, none of it got shot down throughout that interview or any other interview. So fightful. It won't matter, Sean. You're still going to have people coming in and attacking you. It's wild. I had somebody say that I was hanging out at the airport waiting for MJF to get on the airplane. I was like, <laughs> I was three time zones away. What are you talking about? Like, I'm sorry, just... Sean, but you pull up some of the weirdest people on your Twitter page. Yeah. I'm just like, where does he find these people? I don't find them. They find me. I know, uh, but why do you quote retweet them? Yeah. 
Antonio says, SRS, did you see his interview with Barstool afterwards? No, if it was with Robbie Fox, I'd have watched it, though. Uh, Cyclops says, Denise hates Xmas so much she's stealing presents. Whose presents am I stealing? Your cousins. You are the oh. Grinch. <laughs> you really are the Grinch. Sorry, I didn't get uh. the joke. My bad. Vin says, speaking of Tony being pissed, is Mr. Black returning to back to WWE at some point? Just want to hear that theme song again. Listen, I, I know what I've been told about that situation, and it is accurate. As of right now, I don't think that there is I don't think that there's a possibility that he goes there anytime soon. AEW very much still wants him to be a part of their future. And basically, from what I understand, it's like he's he's not there. He ain't working, but they're hopeful that he'll just be like, Yeah, I, I'm I'm all right. We'll we'll do okay. Um he put out what he said, but there's there's a little bit more to it than that. And again, I don't want to touch on any of the personal stuff because it's nobody's business. But could he be in WWE at some point? Yeah, but I mean, he signed to like 2027 under AEW. Now, I don't know if maybe they amend the non-compete. I know there are some people of influence in AEW who have been like, just let him go if he wants to go. Like, that's because that's what sets AEW apart, right? Like, a little more of a wrestler-friendly place. But I what happens the, if you keep letting everybody go? If you have, you don't like, want to set a precedent. You have to find like a happy balance, right? Like maybe you sure. don't want to keep, you don't want to get the what WWE had when they weren't letting anybody that they wanted to get out of contract, right? right? And they like they developed like you know people basically like a bad reputation, right? But yes. then at the same time, you don't want to be so like forgiving and being like okay fine well you're not happy well we'll just forget about the five years that you were supposed to be part of the company so it's a tough spot you set a precedent you set a really yeah. yeah if aj joins judgment day he could bring back evil ways it's possible it's possible uh damage control had their celebration <laughs> they came out in a limo and as fightfulselect.com reported uh also a golf cart they cut their promo but they were interrupted and there was a bit of an Alexa Bailey back and forth. This leads to a match. Pretty solid match, I thought. Um, I mean, this is two people that WWE has leaned on pretty heavily over the past six years when, when they are available. Um, and by the people saying, you skipped White Rabbit. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Hold your damn horses. How about that? Hold your damn horses. How about we talk about the thing you all want to talk about the most at the end of the damn show? How about How about that one? Dark Fiend, more like Dork Fiend. Donate your Super Chats and Humper Chats. I appreciate you all. You just yelled at one of our I viewers. And then yell. people I don't yell. Muted. I don't yell. KE775 says, do you think Bailey wins at Extreme Rules? Damage Control stood tall. That she called out uh, Bianca Belair and said, Extreme rules. Uh, Bailey wins. You gotta have Bailey win this because she's challenging for the title. Gotta make her look strong. I was fine with all this from the promo to uh, the match to the aftermath. But like, I still think, like, when there's three minutes left, you go, Is it Sasha? Is it Naomi? Did that creep into your mind at all? No, it didn't. Damn. It really okay. Didn't. No. Dude, they're out there living their best lives, bro. They ain't in a looking, rush. Looking like they belong on the runway, by the way. Looking like a million bucks at these fashion shows. I mean, like, they're out there at red carpets, 
fashion shows and you know i read all the interviews that sasha did where she's working on music and she's got acting projects you know i'm starting to think that maybe they're seeing uh you know what's outside of the wrestling world and the opportunities that are out there so i'm like i don't know i feel like yeah, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to be back super, super hurt. Dork See? fiend Thank says you. Denise is my favorite now. Yes. Well, then you're definitely a dork fiend. Hey, hey, hey. I was nice, and he sent in a super chat. You see what happens when you're nice to people, Sean? When you treat people with well, respect look, I, and dignity? I insulted him. I insulted him, and he sent some money in. So let's – No, no. Let, let me just insult everybody now. Okay, fine. And Thank I'll you just so be much nice for your super chat. Nurguru says, kind of tired of this six-woman feud, or at least tired of the pairing of Asuka, Bianca, Alexa. Uh, Alexa feels out of place. Hard to say how much better Becky would be making this feud. Hope she's back soon. I don't know if she's going to be as as back as soon as some people think. Uh, Toastface Killer says, does Alexa seem unmotivated? Seems like she's going through the motions these days. Well, I mean, she wasn't happy as of like six or seven months ago. She went home. And paraphrasing again, was like, Call me when you got something for me and then went home for mania. They are certainly not using uh, Alexa Bliss to the potential that she should be at. I know everybody trashed that character that she's you know, was doing prior to her leaving and the Fiend stuff and all of that stuff that they were doing. I know everybody trashed it, but she did tremendous freaking work with that, with what she was given. She's like the only person that was, could have made that work, and she did. And I feel like she is somebody that should be like main event status, 24 7 i'm sorry like she should always be yeah like in those top spots because i think alexa bliss has something that not everybody has and i feel like she's sometimes could be underrated in that sense you know yeah. so i would like to see more of alexa bliss in a better role not joel always wood- just in the shadows joel wood says do you think sasha and naomi come back for survivor series uh yeah i i do if they're gonna come back i think they'll come back before survivor series and i hope they do uh, far 522 says fight pit live or cinematic that's live so we also got the white rabbit tease so uh there was a qr code that went up and it led to a teaser they did this it's in implying smackdown there was a guy who walked along the screen with the the uh qr code at 923 eastern we have george russell saying SRS is the actual height of a rabbit and he's white. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> you spent 10 bucks on that and I greatly appreciate it. Have Alan's, you ever eaten rabbit, Sean? Yeah, I have when I was younger. Yeah, it's it's same. Yeah, it's Tastes very good, good actually. actually. It tastes like lemon, like chicken with lemon. Uh that and venison, deer meat, like for when I was cutting weight for MMA, it was very, very useful. It's very lean. Well, that's why um, I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Khan says, uh, what's up with the white rabbit stuff? Joel says, any news on the white rabbit tease? Do you think it's Bray? Juan says, how are you feeling towards the white rabbit feel at those WWE live shows? Personally, it's creepy and I love it. Pray for Denise's voice. Ryan says, do you think this white rabbit stuff is building to Bray Wyatt's return? The hourglass in the video was in a red circle and there's a red circle on Bray's Twitter or is it cross? So I'm getting through all of these because they're all about the same thing. Uh, Jaime Aguilar says, big appreciation chat for Denise working with that voice. Fun conspiracy. Any chance Charlotte Flair could be a part of this white rabbit stuff. Red queen could be a change for her. Thanks. So I'll address this cross. 
with the hourglass? It sure seems so. That, that that could be a part of it. Charlotte, oh boy, I think that'd be bad if they did if they did those teases for Charlotte. Um, Bray Wyatt, that's that's what I thought. I I posted a couple months ago. There was renewed interest in Bray Wyatt. I'm digging. I'm gonna have something on Fightful Select this week about what I can find out about the Bray Wyatt stuff. His people are very tight-lipped. Very, very, very tight-lipped. Uh, thank you to Love Wrestling for the nine-viewer rate on Twitch as well. Uh, show them some love, uh, both on their platforms and their wrestling shows. But I wouldn't hate it if Cross was involved with Bray Wyatt as well, like as a part of the, the Wyatt family. We don't know what the hell Braun Strowman's doing right now. If you've got Bray, Braun, and Cross, that's a pretty formidable group in the future. I just don't know how it would work. If it's cross, listen, I love cross as a performer way more than most do. I think that's a letdown to do teasers after he's come back. If that was to set up him coming back, Denise, well, sure. That would make a lot of sense for Bray, which is what a lot of people think it's. I, I personally, I think so too. Um, I think it's Bray and it's just me throwing that out there. I'm not reporting it. I think it's Bray. I think it's gotta be Bray Denise. And I think if you're this WWE regime, you better deliver on something that you're hyping up like this. It can't be cross, mainly because it doesn't make sense. He's already there. Like we've already been seen him. Why would they do this? No, I don't think it's cross. If it was cross and then lights go out and then it's Bray and it's like that, that's a part of it. If you do like something like that, I think it can work, but it has to be Bray in some element. Oh, Denise froze up. Well, Jambeard says, I would love for the White Rabbit uh, to be brave, but I have a feeling it's someone else, not Cross. Like, where's Santos right now? I mean, Legato is still, like, sort of awaiting their debut, their return. I had heard that they were slated for SmackDown, but that was a while back. But to me, it's got to be Bray. To me, that like, if you're going to hype that up, it's got to be Bray. Maddie Patton says the amount of times commentary mentioned the old Alexa was kind of driving me crazy. They certainly did lean into that an awful lot, but uh, wow. There, there goes Denise. Denise. Dude, something weird freaking happened. Yeah. Your internet sucks. Do your no, plugs. It Do wasn't plugs. my internet. Sean. Do your plugs. We're at the end of the show. Who cares? Sean. Everything turned purple. My whole I'm trying screen. to end this show before an hour. My okay. God. That's it. I'm sorry. Go. Your plugs, Denise. Oh, my plugs. Sorry. Pardon me. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Greatly appreciate all of you. We'll talk more about this. Jimmy will not be uh, around Wednesday, so I'll be doing the uh, What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast, 3 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interviews this week. Leave a thumbs up. Until next time, guys, we're out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.